Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's the Hollywood Life cast where we bring you the best exclusive celebrity news, the juicy celebrity interviews, insider secrets about all of your favorite stars and now your host former editor-in-chief of cosmo glamour and us weekly the president and editor-in-chief of hollywoodlife.com bonnie fuller hey guys we are here with the hollywood life podcast and we have so much to talk about this week as usual celebrities have not been quiet and in fact the kardashians have been very loud given some very, very interesting interviews that we must discuss. Kim revealing lots about her current marriage, her uh, last marriage. She said multiple, remember? There was Chris Humphreys. She talks about him. Chloe talking about Lamar. Uh, Kendall revealing why she didn't say anything about the Pepsi ad and more. And, um, before we get to that, I've got to tell you, I am not alone here in the podcast studio. I'm here with Emily Longaretta, our entertainment editor. Sort of like a joke about wanting to like bang Burt Reynolds. Not that it was a joke. Like I would totally do it. And people are like, he's like 80 Trish. And I was like, that's my age range. Like that's my number. Listen, I still got the eye of the tiger. You know that. Look, Rocky, you got the eye of a tiger and the IQ of a lima bean. Y'all Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk about the Kardashians. I am so excited about this interview, Bonnie. It's so good. It is really so good. Juicy. You know what I love about the Kardashians? They actually say things. Yeah, absolutely. they're not one of they're not these celebrities that just kind of sit and and try to be mysterious and mm-hmm. don't want to talk about their personal lives. I mean, their personal lives are all over the show, yeah. but then they chat too. Definitely. And there's always more to tell. Oh yeah, they got a juicy. They have a juicy life. Their whole life is juicy. Their whole life is juicy. I know we we love their life, and um, we're not just going to talk about them. We're going to talk about some Game of Thrones news too. The show is so good this year, but I know who else loves that show and wants to talk, and that is Gino, the producer. Bro, 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 listen to the kids, bro. The f- bro. You know what show I've been disappointed in though is Kylie's show, Life of Kylie. It's yeah. it's it's it, the first episode was okay. They did like back to back episodes, and she did re- reveal a little bit. But as reported, it's mostly a big advertisement for Kylie Cosmetics. Yeah. Yeah, and apparently the fans aren't too happy too. She's had yeah. a lot of criticism, and people are saying the show's boring. There's talking about there's talk about it getting recut. They made they it looks like they did shoot some stuff to try to throw in that's more personal, like her and Jordan Woods going to the LA beaches that night and having like 
personal conversation that's kind of out of context, but she's so guarded and she's not willing to talk about Tyga or Travis Scott or anything. And anything that's interesting is is not in the show. It's so weird because the rest of her family is so loud about it, but I feel like her and Kendall specifically really kind of stick to themselves. Like they don't want to talk about the private stuff. I know, but they want to show every bit of their body parts. Yeah. They so they're not the shy about that. Them, so. and they want the money. <laughs> yeah. And we can talk about how much money Kylie's making yes. too when we... Uh, get into things but you know the thing is about that show is she has to know and the producers have to know they've been doing the car keeping up with the kardashians for years they know that you can't do a reality show that is kind of bland yeah like that's just straight about business kylie is no like unless it's a crazy business she's like no scott disick either she isn't like magnetic on her own like her personality is like more suited for snapchat right where she's kind of just like photographing herself but not talking this requires a lot more of her and she's not really opening up in the way that like chloe does so much on the show where she really is chloe really is quirky and she sort of steals every scene she's in kylie's not like that so it's it's kind of resting more on like the cast of characters around her but no one really cares about kylie's makeup artist yeah so it's just it's it's not as good as I hope. But anyway, let's talk about some things that are good, which is our crushes at Emily Longaretta on Snapchat, Twitter, and Instagram. All three, right? Yeah. Uh, what are you crushing on this week? Um, I am crushing on someone named Raven Gates. She is part of Bachelor in Paradise. Uh, during the special last night, she actually... <laughs> like like we wouldn't know yeah, who Raven is. Yes, of course. She was the runner-up on, uh, on one of the past seasons. But- Nick Vile. She revealed that she was actually sexually assaulted in a past relationship and she really wants to be public about it and speak out to try and help women and, you know, talking about the Bachelor in Paradise scandal. That's why she's been so open about it. So I just kind of commend her for volunteering that information and really yeah, just being honest about it and moving forward. I agree. Yeah. And I really nice hope she see. finds love. Me too. I think she was really heartbroken by the whole Nick vile situation oh, yeah. and being dumped dumped of course mm-hmm. at the altar she thought he was going to propose mm-hmm. one of us should have crushed on taylor swift i don't know why we didn't <laughs> think of that like that was the big story this week yeah, that in, was that, a big one. in that vein yeah well we can right. talk about that in our news segment totally uh, yeah all right this is a good crush um at bonnie underscore fuller on twitter yes bonnie fuller on twitter just bonnie, bonnie fuller, fuller. then bonnie underscore fuller on the instagram what are you crushing on bonnie i am crushing on all of these celebrity women who are over 50 years old and who we have been seeing all summer in bikinis with incredible bodies not just in bikinis but they're like having showers in bikinis that's the new thing is photographs while you're in the shower and who are these women know, bonnie and, and they're all topless they're like all perfect but i'm crushing on them because wait who are they though? okay 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 let me start naming names uh christy brinkley who's actually over 60 salma hayek who is 50 halle berry who's 50 um heidi klum well heidi's a little young she's, younger but she's, she's 44 44 and hey she's got a 30 year old boyfriend yeah and, and a 20 year old body yeah <laughs> and she looks incredible nicole kidman who's close to 50 uh, it's age is a complete like irrelevancy yeah. these days mm-hmm. oh j-lo how about j-lo she's 47 she gets more beautiful and her I body looks the, better every year like what is jared leto and jennifer lopez doing is it some sort of lasers like what how vampires have you heard that that new thing the the vampire thing is real now people are getting <laughs> oh yes they're turning into vampires rich people are getting young blood transfusions 
uh, like into their bodies. Sounds like something A Rod would have done when he was playing baseball. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like a Lance Armstrong oh thing. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, but apparently, there's something in, in young blood that sort of helps you repair your cells. And it sounds really dangerous, though. It you is, don't, it you is, don't want to get somebody else's blood. I mean, it has to all go through yeah. a lot of testing it is to dang- be safe. That's why it's so expensive because there's a lot of testing. And even if it is like an exact match, you can still have an allergic reaction to it that can kill you. So there's risks with it. But apparently, there's real benefits. <laughs> also, apparently, sounds like. Something very Michael Jackson like. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I want to know where this blood was exactly yes. coming from. I it's need a little to different know. than just drinking. Like drinking blood is a lot safer. <laughs> He's like, that's fine, but not don't get it injected <laughs> into you. Apparently, the best donors are under the age of twenty-five. So. Oh, you've done a lot of reading know, about this. This is, this is all from one article. I was I was fascinated <laughs> when, when the headli- headline says celebrities are turning into vampires. I'm going to read the whole thing. <laughs> well, they look thick, like they must be vampires because they look so amazing and. The the thing is, is that I think most of them do it through a lot of exercise, yeah. a, like a lot of eating healthy. Of course, they all have celebrity chefs yeah. who can prepare and the trainers. most and yeah. trainers. But it, it, apparently it's all about diet. Like it no. is about working out no. that keeps everything tight. It's about, all about having but, a good plastic surgeon. But uh, Little laser, <laughs> a little lift, a little a filler, a little Botox. Tummy tucks. It's, That's what I need. Tummy tuck. <laughs> I just want like the crow's feet. The mommy like, tuck. The pick, you don't have little, any crow's feet. A little bit. A little bit. That, that's going to be my first thing I ever do is the crow's feet removal. Well, I think it's more than that. I <laughs> oh, think yeah. as much as, because the thing is when you get plastic surgery and you don't do it well or you get too much, you start to look weird. And these women all look fabulous. They yeah. don't look they're weird. Do, they're they're doing, very a, natural. they're doing it right. You know? Mm-hmm. You yeah. They're doing it right. And, and doctors get even better at doing it. I think. I want their doctors. Yeah, same. So that's why I'm crushing on just because it's inspiration and uh, I know how hard it is because I I'm getting there and I look in the mirror every day. Bonnie's oh. going to be doing a shower shoot next week. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Here I am in the shower. <laughs> Make sure you guys follow her on Instagram. Media scandal. Oh. Um, okay. So, okay. Gino. Quickly, you, you can follow me at Gino Orlandini on all the platforms. And I have two things. Quickly, Victoria Justice came in and she was amazing. Oh, I love her. We did a whole photo shoot with her. I did a really elaborate video with her. I spent like two weeks on it. It's And um, she's just so stunning. You have to check it out on our YouTube. And she's so nice too. Oh, she's so nice. And Fun. I called the video Sweet Justice because she is like the sweetest person. Mm-hmm. And it just came out really great. What was great. she promoting? She was, has a partnership with JetBlue um, uh, for literacy for children. It's a really good cause. And um, she was just really gorgeous. Oh, and also she just shared it. She put the whole video up on her Instagram yeah. and shouted us out on Hollywood Life. So it was a really good thing. The other thing I quickly want to mention is, have you guys heard this song by Branches and Big Wet called Turn Up on the Weekend? It's like the weirdest song of the summer. And it's kind of, I can't figure out if it's making fun of country music or if it's it just is, is country music. Um, but maybe you can judge for yourself. We'll be right back. I ain't got a swimsuit, sure as hell gon' jump in, take another shot of Cuervo, turn up on the weekend, 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 turn up on the weekend. 
I like that. I like that. Whether it's a spoof or not, I still like it. But listen, you know, just so everybody who's listening can see your Victoria Justice, our Hollywood Life Victoria Justice video, where can they find it? It's on our Hollywood Life YouTube channel. It's um, also on um, Victoria Justice's Instagram now. <laughs> she put it well, up Well, then I think you need to put it on our Hollywood Life Instagram too. It's, it's up there as well. Okay. I cut a special version for that, just the, the most gorgeous shots of Victoria. So you can check it out on our Instagram or on HollywoodLife.com or on our YouTube channel. Okay. Okay, now let's dive right into this Kardashian stuff. Okay, so Kardashians gave a major interview. They're on the cover of Hollywood Reporter. And I was really fascinated what about what Kim said about Chris Humphreys. Because if you guys remember, she dropped that those divorce papers like on a morning at 8 30 mm-hmm. what well, was 8 30 a.m la time yeah like the moment that it that the courthouse opened she dropped the divorce papers yeah. chris humphreys had no idea he found out about it on tmz mm-hmm. and and probably on hollywood life because we we were like up with it instantaneously too and she said that she was having cold feet before the wedding and of course you, if any of you remember, there was a huge wedding e wedding special yeah. about her wedding to Chris. Mm-hmm. So she was thinking of pulling out of the wedding before the wedding special, but she got talked into going through with it. All her friends said, "Oh, you've just got cold feet, Kim. It's normal. You're just nervous about shooting the wedding special, and um, you know, once you're married, everything will be fine." Mm-hmm. And I guess Chris didn't have any cold feet, no. and he was very surprised. Like he didn't. She's a good actress because yeah. he talked a lot about afterwards and said he had no idea that she wasn't yeah. happy in the marriage, and she was on. He was on the show all yeah. the time, and I mean, even in the special. They did look, you could tell she was hesitant and she, you know, they showed her talking to her mom about it ahead of time about being nervous and, you know, those regular wedding day nerves. But obviously it was much more than that. But she did seem happy during the actual wedding. So it's a little strange. And it's always weird when she comes back and talks about this. Well, everybody loves a wedding. I mean, that's true. Who's not happy at a wedding? But you could see (laughs) the the real story coming through pretty clear in the episodes following the wedding where where Chris was in the show and and Kim was, you know, they were basically living separate lives and she could hardly stand to be around him. She didn't want to move in with him, remember? She didn't want to go up to his state where he lived. I can't remember where it was. Was he playing for Minnesota or something? It was kind of... Yeah, Minnesota. That's right. Yeah. yeah, So it was kind of out of the way She wouldn't make any room in her closet for his clothes. (laughs) It's It's not like he was a Laker where it would have been more convenient yeah. you know but how do you get that here's what i wonder she said in the interview that she needed to divorce him because she couldn't physically stand to be with him right. how do you get that far to get engaged even if that's how you feel i feel like it has to be the pressure of everyone being around you and being being like oh you guys are so great together oh this 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 the family loves him he's so funny which i mean i guess the family didn't really love him but they enjoyed his company and also being in the spotlight you don't want to say no to an engagement i think that's scary really? or maybe or maybe she so was afraid to say no if someone proposed and I, even if i wasn't ready i think that's scary or maybe, like, maybe she was being more literal. Like, she's 5'3", he's 6'9". Maybe they didn't fit together, if you know what I mean. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, it's not always a match. I mean, I've dated guys where it got to a point where I was really not into them. Yeah. And I understand that feeling of not wanting to be with them and trying to figure out how to break up. And, like, you physically don't want to 
do it anymore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I can't imagine getting to the point of a marriage, like following yeah. through in a marriage, if you're having any inkling of feelings like that. Right. Well, I guess it is it normal to have a little bit of doubt before the wedding? I mean, I don't know. I'm not married. I, but like I didn't. No. No, I not an iota. Yeah. No, it just always felt so great to yeah. be with him. And I never no, I didn't have any concerns. Yeah. But I do know people that have it's more about the commitment, making the commitment, yeah. like guys that don't want to propose because they don't feel like they're ready to make a commitment. Mm-hmm. Like like Peter on uh, The Bachelorette. Yeah. But I think most people, by the time they're getting married, are pretty... They're ready. Yeah, they're ready. This relationship fell into that zone, though, where you know you want to break up with someone, but you have to jump through a bunch of hoops because maybe, like, they've left all their stuff at your house. or right. So there's a bunch of obstacles to yeah. making maybe your your friend groups are super intertwined or whatever and so you like sort of start resenting the person because you want them gone and you know it's not it's but not then, that easy but then you don't get married to them yeah well, like you don't follow through yeah but i think the really contempt part sort of bubbled up like directly after the wedding when the fun when the fun of it was over for i mean kim yeah. loves getting glam she loves getting dressed up she right. loves being the center of a spectacle and i think that all that desire to have that day overwhelmed her true feelings. And then wow. once once the fun subsided, she was like, shit. Yeah. Like, I have to actually be his wife now. And like- well, I think she realized there's no way she wanted to spend her time, like, traveling to Minnesota and hanging out with him. No. And she had bigger ambitions, which is really interesting because Chloe, of course, had no problem picking herself up and moving to Dallas, was it? Yep. To Dallas to follow Lamar. Like, she was committed to being a basketball wife yeah. and to following him. And she did that with her boyfriends, too. So To Cleveland, of all places. I mean, yeah. that's commitment. Yeah. She I mean, has had that... She She's had no problem with that commitment, but I think you could see Kim was going, oh my God, wait, I don't really want to live there. I don't want to be in some house on a lake. Right. But I also feel like if Kim was with the right person, like if Kanye was like, I want to go live in the middle of nowhere, I feel like she'd be like, okay, I love you. You know, you'll make those moves. Chloe loves, I feel like Chloe loved Lamar so much that she she was like, wherever you end up, I'll move with you. Yeah. No, she definitely loved Lamar like that. But I just found that was intense when she admitted that, that she couldn't even physically wanted to be with him. And she never talked to him after that. Remember? It was just done. She didn't even want to have a conversation. I think they had one conversation and it was filmed like on the show. And yeah. I'm not even sure if it was face to face. I think it was on the phone. Yeah. I think he was on speakerphone. Like, how do you do that? I just well, don't understand. Speaking of Chloe and Lamar, uh, another big revelation from this interview was that the reality show with Chloe and Lamar was Lamar's idea. Was this a yes. shocker to you guys? Yes, total shocker. Because he complained so much once he was into it, I think the second or third yeah. year, that it was destroying his basketball career and that he wanted out of it and that he only wanted to do one more season and he really blamed his uh uh hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. It's faltering basketball career on the show that it was right. distracting. And yet... She said she only did it because he sold the show to she E. Said he sold it and she it made him happy. So she followed through with it. And then 
she was the one who got it canceled because she thought she thought it was far too much for them to handle. But of course, Clearly, yeah. It but of was. course, what we know, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, and we know in retrospect that Lamar was going through drug addiction at this time. So who knows what state of mind he was when he agreed yeah. to this reality show? And we know that during the filming, he was going downhill in a lot of other ways that had nothing to do with the show or his basketball career. I mean, he was succumbing to a, a horrific drug addiction that eventually and almost listen, killed him. And drug addiction is going to get uh, is going to kind of weigh in on your athletic ability yeah he, he has one exactly. of those face like he has that alopecia thing right where he doesn't have eyebrows yeah. or any hair at all and mm-hmm. he, he kind of looks like like a, like a beautiful smooth seal or something you know <laughs> and he has one of those faces where you can't tell really that he's on drugs you know what i mean no. like if i did drugs you guys would know yeah you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah, if, if i don't sleep perfectly i look I, I, way worse for the wear. Lamar was able to really hide it, you yeah. know? It, no, that's so true. Yeah. And also, never he probably was doing it while he was playing and he was still performing right. pretty well. Exactly. So, I mean, but it wasn't like he was terrible. Some athletes no. are just like that. Like, um, famously, the, the best mixed martial artist in the world, John Jones, yeah. just reclaimed his light heavyweight title in the UFC. And the reason he lost it was because of his parting lifestyle and drugs. And it was, and he revealed during his comeback that during, um, one of his final fights before he was suspended and he hit a pregnant woman with his car and did all these, all these crazy things is he was use he was using cocaine and all kinds of drugs right up until, uh, the moment of his fights and in previous fights. I mean, that's how, like, that's how much better he is than everyone else that he doesn't, he, he wasn't even training. He was partying and still beating guys. And Lamar was one of those guys who was thought to be like one of the best talents in the NBA, just a next level talent and he never really reached his potential and i yeah. and i think we've seen why well right and everyone kind of thought it was the kardashian curse or things right. like that but it wasn't i mean chloe obviously she was, was on the his, sidelines right every week. it was his own on. curse yeah he cursed himself absolutely yeah it's not it's it's really ridiculous when people blame chloe like people were blaming chloe for the misfortune of the Cavs in the in the playoffs yeah. last year you know it's not it's not chloe it's no it's them well there <laughs> no there's no such thing as a curse no no, there's not. If you're not good or you don't, I mean, sometimes things change in your life and that affects your playing. That doesn't mean, oh, I'm hooking up with a girl who is cursing me. <laughs> right. Well, there's also, uh, I mean, especially in tennis, like I know, because that's a one-on-one sport. There's so much psychology to it too. Yeah. Like you just have to have that I mean, confidence it, and winning attitude. Absolutely. And I also feel like in, I mean, in all of our lives, if there's something personal going on at home, of course your head's not in the game when you're at work. So it's like, think about if you have to be physically on, on point that's gonna be tough i mean it's not the curse is crazy to me yeah there's no curse but certainly it was a cocaine curse being (laughs) being involved with the kardashians it it would be a distraction for any athlete i mean let's be real it takes a lot of focus to play at the highest level and and not everybody is john jones Well, you know, somebody else who made a revelation was Kendall Jenner. And, you know, she's had a lot of backlash for various things that she's done, including being in that Pepsi ad uh, where she was supposedly protesting. You know, in light of what's just happened in Mm -hmm. Charlottesville, like the whole idea of trying to uh, commercialize protests bad idea like yeah. it's such a bad idea but wait bonnie what if kendall had showed up to charlottesville with a pepsi in hand uh, I've, seen, I've seen some memes like where was kendall <laughs> where was kendall <laughs> oh, none of this she... would have happened this just occurred to me i just <laughs> stopped everything with that pepsi <laughs> all she had to do was go up to those white supremacists and hold up her pepsi and give a little flash of her boobs and He's that like, would have been it you know what i am thirsty <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah so she revealed uh in the interview that she had been secretly crying over the controversy 
Stacy, which doesn't really come to a surprise because no. she got really, really attacked for that. Um, and Kim really encouraged her to speak out about it and make a statement. And she said, no, I don't want to be, I don't want to, I don't want the attention for it. I just want to handle it privately. I, t- I totally understand why she has that feeling because the internet and celebrity culture has just turned into this go- this whole gotcha culture where even when someone comes out with good intentions, everyone is looking for the worst possible interpretation of whatever you say to try to like retweet you and shame you and, and, and diss you and, and try to elevate themselves by by calling out something you did. It's oh, all yeah. this big game of like one upsmanship and, and moral signaling. And so it's it's the conversation around like race and celebrities and, 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 and news has, has become really like dishonest and lowest yeah. common denominator because everyone is just trying to have the loudest voice to get attention mm-hmm rather than talking about these issues on the merits. Well, well, well I don't, I'm not sure that there was much she could say. Yeah. It was clearly a mistake and she didn't have all the details when she agreed to do it. And she's doing a million different projects and her managers told her to, this would be great for her. So I get it. I get how she could end up. And you also, when you're filming something, you don't necessarily know all the other elements that are happening. Right, of course not. So until you see the whole thing together. But were you guys offended? I mean, I felt like it was much ado about nothing. Well, right? it was pretty dumb. It, it was, was just dumb. Stupid. It was a dumb commercial, but I wasn't yeah. like, oh, I can't believe Kendall would do this. I'm like, you know what? She's a model who it, is it, it doing was, a big app. It was right. cringy for sure, but like it's not like it's not the end of the world. She didn't produce the commercial. Like, leave Kendall alone. Well, like I said, if anyone attempted to do a commercial like that now, yeah. well, there you couldn't. You couldn't after no. the horrible tragedy Definitely. and uh Trump statements about it. You just couldn't. But it it's it was a bad decision to try and commercialize uh, something like that where people are out protesting for very serious mm-hmm. reasons yeah. and that have nothing to do with a soft drink. Definitely. I mean, and there was a lot of shaming going on in general. And there was one thing I wanted to point out also about that interview was Chris Jenner was asked about Caitlyn saying, um, you know, that the Kardashian show became a lot about her, that keeping up with the Kardashians became about her. Um, and she said, well, maybe she needs a reminder of what the show's title is saying that it's not it doesn't have Jenner in the title and that's a little bit of yeah. shade and Caitlin was the only member of the family who didn't want to comment in the in the story that's a little weird to me. I think that's a little strange. I think she's it, kind of distancing her. I would shows. love to know what Kendall has to say right now about Donald Trump. I mean, she didn't say she said she was upset about him wanting to ban transgenders from the military. But what about now mm-hmm. after what he said about white supremacists and, yeah. and supporting Kim, them? And Kim spoke out in the interview also saying, you know, that she kind of went back and forth about Trump too over the past like year or so, but she actually spoke out and said, yes, you know, she did. Every, all the countries are going to hate us now. Yes. Well, Kim, I mean, they're no, not she's gonna, been very, she's been very vocal. They're yeah. not going to speak out. I mean, just yesterday, Kim was in some controversy where she yeah. was defending this makeup artist who's been accused of saying something racist. And so everyone jumped down her throat, like guilt by association. And then she, and then she immediately, as everyone does in 2017, except for one person we know who's an exception, but everyone else, immediately goes into instant apology mode and it's just i don't know i'm kind of tired of the the whole world shaming everyone into all these uh, fake apologies well i mean talk about shaming courtney got shamed this week too for going on a vacation with yunin yunin so i can never pronounce his name (laughs) yunis yunis benjima her 23 year old lover and she was she was being shamed for being away from the kids and i'm like come on like 
you, Courtney hasn't had a boyfriend in years. Yeah. She suffered through very public um, abandonment yeah. and cheating by Scott Disick. And where's the shaming for Scott Disick, right. who's constantly away on, in the Riviera with 500 different really young girls? <laughs> yeah. Courtney needs and to get And where is he as a father? Yeah. Like, And she's getting shamed? Here's I mean, the, the girl. Is, neither she, of them should get shamed. If they have a babysitter, they have someone taking people, care of their kids. You're allowed to go on vacation with yes, their kids. Yes, exactly. She so wants when you have young kids. in paradise. Let her have it. <laughs> I give her all the credit because she looks so good and she seems so happy. And that's she doesn't. That she deserves to have a week away once yeah. in a while. And lots of parents take vacations without their kids. Yeah. It's not like she has babies. Her kids are. It's not like they're nursing. Well, like, it's also not like she's just like leaving them home alone. She's like, leaving them in the mansion with their mini servants. Chris is like, I'm <laughs> yeah. handling this with a giant family. You know, they have so much family. Yeah. They do, and they have so much help. Definitely. Though I have to say, thinking about it, I don't think I have had a vacation without my kids. <laughs> like without some of my kids in my you years of away. marriage. Pardon? Go away without them. Isn't that nice? Don't you want a romantic getaway? Yeah, seriously. Well, maybe Your for a weekend. Wait, do you take all of them? It depends. Well, we just did two different, like we kind of divided our vacation into two because the oldest came with us on a canoe trip with his girlfriend. And then we took the other three down to Universal Park when we got back. I swear when I became an adult, my parents stopped taking me on these vacations. Yeah, they were like, we're not paying very, for you anymore. I very bitter about it. <laughs> <laughs> they still take my brother and his wife for some reason, but I'm stranded we, out here we in New York. We still don't... take our, like at least one or two of them pretty much on every Jeez, vacation. I'm going to have to speak to my family about this. <laughs> yeah, really? They keep but going to Hawaii a... without me. Uh, yeah, no, that's not acceptable. No way. <laughs> my kids would say that's not acceptable. <laughs> unacceptable, mom. Unacceptable. I know you listen to the show. You have something to think about. <laughs> Call me. And you see, this is what's going to happen to Courtney when she gets a little old. Yeah. When her kids get older, they're going to say, unacceptable, we're coming. <laughs> so she has to have a romantic vacations now. Yep. When they're too her. little to object. That's right. good mom, Bonnie. It's, it's <laughs> unbelievable. Do we have something else to cover? I know we're short on time. Um, yes, we're going to talk Game of Thrones. You two want to Game of Thrones it out. OMG. <laughs> wow. I refuse to read the spoilers. I refuse to same, same. watch like w- which country accidentally released. Spain. Next, Spain. <laughs> I, I, re- I refuse to, totally. to watch uh, Game of Thrones in Spanish. I'm very good with pirating content and I wouldn't do it for this show. No, <laughs> I don't. I, I, it's, it's just, it's too good. I have to wait for it. I gotta see it. I gotta like just enjoy it while I see it. I'm so upset. There's only two weeks left of the season, but I can hardly wait for the first sighting of Rhaegar Targaryen. It's got to be this. Don't you think it has to be coming up? It's got to be before the end of the season. I don't know who that is because I didn't read the books. Oh, don't, Gino. So don't spoil but for me. But you said you watched the show. I do I do watch the show. But it's that- Daenerys' older brother who is the father. It's just been confirmed pretty much confirmed. Bonnie, this is spoilers. Don't tell me. It's not spoiler. It's been in the show. You said you watch it. I do watch the show. Okay. He's the father of Jon Snow. I don't believe it. No, this was this was out today. We actually wrote it about it on Hollywood Live. It wasn't out today. It was revealed like last season at the end of the season. It was pretty much revealed. And then last week on the show, it was revealed that Rhaegar got an annulment from his wife and then he secretly married like dot, a, dot, dot. But there's like a romance brewing between Daenerys and Jon Snow. So they're going to be doing like a Cersei and Jaime incest thing now. Well, there's, yeah, and people are th- saying, we see Hot. it just proves they're Targaryens because they do <laughs> the incest true. thing. That's true. 
Ew. I, I have to object about the show, though. The Loot Train episode where the dragons fought the Lannister army was incredible. If you watch the behind the scenes that HBO did about how they filmed that, they set 20 people on fire at the same time to film that. They blew up all oh, these actual nice. things. They used practical effects. It's incredible how they filmed it. But I have to say, the subsequent episode... Now, I'm assuming the people who were set on fire are in all those special fire retardant suits yeah, and stuff they're, like they're experts. They're wearing fire retardant suits and like these fake faces... And then the Lannister like armor on top of that, um, but it was still extremely dangerous. Mm. But I have to complain about. I think you can tell George R. R. Martin is no longer steering the ship because obviously the show has gone past where the books are, and the writing has fallen off a little bit. The, the plan that they came up with last week to go north of the Wall and capture a zombie and bring it back to show Cersei was like so ridiculous, and I was a little upset with well, that. Well, yeah, because it didn't seem to require enough planning. Like they knew there's thousands of deadlings out there and so you can't just go and get one of them when one white walker like that doesn't happen with seven people you're overwhelmed you know what happens if they kill you you're become one of them it's a silly plan and silly and they have cersei on the ropes anyway they could just kill her and then fight the white walk it just it makes no sense and you can i just it disappoints me that that george r R. martin um stopped writing and they, he couldn't keep up with the show, and that now the producers are—he's having too much of a good time. Yeah. I saw him. Yeah. He's part, I know. I saw him partying. I saw him at the Emmys. I talked to him. I was like, "Where the hell is that next book? Come on!" And he's just having too good a time, like holding on his Emmys. All props to HBO for the production of yeah. the show, but the storytelling is all George, and without him at the helm, it's it's. I'm concerned. Well, I'm sure he's giving input. I, I, I know that he is, but um, we all know the hardest part of any story is the ending, and that that's what we're approaching. And I'm, no, I'm, we're not. There's a whole other season. I know it's it's you know there's been seven, right? So we're they're going to be wrapping it up. We're, we're approaching the final confrontation, the Lord of the Rings style: one army here, one army there. And um, I hope George has lots of input. Yeah, and I do really want to know like who's ultimately going to end up on the throne or if it's going to be a joint, like they're going to share the throne. I'm not even sure why Daenerys, like why does she really want the throne? Is it just because she wants to give, truly wants to give people a better life? I think her motivations are much more complicated than that. I, th- I think she has, you know, she has that queen of dragons, something deep in her that wants to be the ruler of the world and... Um, it's definitely not just a, a virtuous, I don't know, journey for her. Well, also, why doesn't she just take the dragons and go and fire fire the White Walkers? Like, they don't have to touch them. <laughs> they can just burn them up. Like, I'm sure they succumb to, to, to burning. They certainly do. Yeah, so why... Why is Jon Snow going up there? Why didn't Daenerys go? Bring the three dragons. She could have done in the White Walker army really fast. Bonnie, this is my point. I think it's silly. Like that was my, Makes no sense. I totally right. agree with you. It's it's very dumb. They're going to smuggle a zombie into King's Landing for Cersei. And like, yeah, and how? And why would they why why would they smuggle in T- Tyrion to King's Landing to go meet Jaime like and the and Daenerys just agreed to that? It was the dumbest plan. They could have just killed Tyrion and then they, she wouldn't have had her advisor. It was too dangerous. And also that smuggle in seems so easy. So easy. How, like how did how did they get him up and into the castle with nobody seeing? Okay, wait, I have a question for someone who does not watch. <laughs> I'm just going to chime in here. I know I'm the definite minority of the entire world. There's only 10 episodes in total left. There's two left in this and there's right. only going to be eight next season. What do, is it going to be able to wrap up that quick? 
Like, do you guys think that's possible from someone especially who's read the books? Yeah. Like, well, I yeah. Like so I mean, much. it is coming to the culmination yeah. because Jon Snow is going to have to find out who his parent, his real parents are. Um, you know, the so, we, we've got all the four surviving Stark children together. Um, yeah, I think it's, they can do it. It's basically all the whole show has basically been building between this giant battle between the army of the dead and 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 the humans of this Westeros world, the living. And so it's already headed in that direction. Um, the army of the dead is marching on the wall, and the humans are trying to somehow un- unite this very divided kingdom. To, well, Jon Snow's trying to, and the, most of the other humans don't believe him. Yeah, it's kind of like our world; it's very divided, <laughs> and they need to kind of come together. You know, for us, it's climate change is like the army of the dead. But you know, in in Westeros, it's actually zombies. So sigh, sigh, yeah. sigh. Okay, well, listen, that's we're we're gonna have a very. Um, I can hardly wait for Sunday, and in the meantime, I'm sure celebrities are gonna be very busy, and we're gonna have lots to talk about next week. And so, until then, that's it for the Hollywood Life Podcast. And please leave us your reviews. Come to the site. Come and see all of our news. We're breaking lots of exclusives every week. And come to uh, give us a review on YouTube. Bye. Thanks, guys. Thanks.